and rising powerful being today i'm going to be talking about overcoming new year's resolution shame what do i mean by that after the first week we feel like man i, I should have gotten all my new year's resolution on point and there's something that you feel bad about that oh man i didn't accomplish the goal in one week oh man i didn't change this in one week and what happens is a lot of people then their energy goes from excitement to shame they go from i'm ready to get this goal going to like man i don't know if i can do it and basically they switch up really fast so i want to talk to you about overcoming new year's resolution shame and giving yourself space and grace in order to grow understanding that each day is a new day as soon as you make a decision that you're going to look at it that way and so this episode is going to help you dismantle any shame, any blame, any guilt that you may feel in order for you to keep moving forward so that you can do what you need to do to continuously to heal and manifest what it is that you have to bring out here. So keep tapping in with me on this episode of Ed Talks Daily Growth and Motivation Podcast. Let's go. powerful people my name is Edouard Gilles personal development speaker and talk show host and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation this podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life how do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body healthy relationships and an in-tune spirit well join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves if you want a podcast that you can relate to podcast that will motivate and inspire you all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being ed talks daily is for you find ed talks daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review so what do i mean by overcoming new year's shame now is that an actual thing or did I come up with that? What do I mean by overcoming New Year's shame? Now, is that an actual thing? Or did I come up with that? I didn't come up with that. It's something that we all experience. Have you ever got the year going and you set out a couple of goals or resolutions, a couple of things that you said, hey, I'm going to resolve this this year. I'm going to resolve this external conflict. I'm going to resolve this internal conflict. I'm going to resolve this habit that's been um, kind of like holding up, like that I've been kind of, holding me by the neck where I feel like, yo, I kind of want to shift, but for some reason, something within me is not allowing me to shift. I'm, I'm trying to change my diet, but something within me is not allowing me to change my diet. I'm trying to be more productive, but somehow the productivity is being, you know, stipend, stopped by your actions, by your fear, by you thinking about what other people is going to think about you. All of these things can weigh on you. So even though you feel like, yo, I'm ready to go in this new direction. In the beginning of the year, it might not happen in one day. And because it doesn't happen in one day or in one week, our mind says, you see, look, you're still doing the same thing. So I want you to understand that a resolution should not just be for the new year. Let's look at it for every cycle. Every day, a new resolve something. Every week, resolve something. Every month, resolve something. Every three months, resolve something. Every six months, resolve something. Every 12 months, resolve something. Every three years, resolve something. 
every six years resolve something every 12 years ever evolve your new year's resolution is here for your evolution evolution does not happen in the day evolution sometimes takes decades now it does not mean linger in your negative or limiting beliefs or habits it does not mean linger in your old way of doing certain things it just means schedule in what it is that you need to do once you recognize you're not doing it a resolution must not just be done once and ignored a resolution must be done over and over again there are certain things inside of you that you think hey i've resolved this the truth of the matter is you have not fully resolved it and what i mean by that is resolutions is a process it's a process to resolve things have you ever tried to resolve a conflict but you, you thought it was just going to go all in one go so you say hey, i'm going to resolve this conflict i'm going to have one conversation everything gonna be okay but then it comes up again so a lot of times when you make the de decision to resolve something it starts the process but every time that you get back in the situation you have to make the decision again that means that resolution does not happen once it happens over and over again until you dismantle a limiting belief or a subconscious script or an internal conflict or an external conflict or past childhood trauma it's an overtime process of dismantling a way of being until you step into the way you want to be that's why they call unlearning so unlearning evolution is a process the decision to evolve is the point of change the point of change is the moment you decided that i'm going to cut off from this and i'm going to go in this direction now once you make that decision give yourself credit because a lot of people have to work up so much courage to make a decision so congratulations you made a decision so give yourself credit pat yourself on the back real quick say come on say tia look 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 hey man you made a decision congrats let's get it now every day within you you have to resolve certain things every single day the resolution is not done one day and then it happens resolution is done every day so what do i mean by that let's say one of these years resolution is i want to resolve resentment like i have resentment with all these people i want to resolve it i'm taking resentment because that's one of the major things and then tomorrow you find yourself being resentful do you say hey look he never will change look I, no resentment is like a strand that's added pieces of pieces of stuff added to it over day over day over day does not you can't dismantle resentment at one time but you can resolve it in the situation so you can find yourself being resentful towards somebody and then get back into their presence and be more kind and loving you have resolved it in that moment and then now tomorrow you have to do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again you do, as you resolve it over time when the problem shows up you resolve it you start to resolve the entire the root of the problem every time the problem shows up you deal with it and you resolve it you over time you resolve the root of the problem most of us we're trying to resolve the root of the problem from the get-go or we're not we're trying to get rid of the problem but never going to the root so you're like yo i don't know what the root of my procrastination is yo i don't know what the root of my eating habits are yo i don't know what the root of this and that i don't know what the root is the process is discovering what is the root of whatever you're trying to shift out of and shift into by the way if you're listening to this podcast make sure you share it with a friend 
So share this podcast to five friends and comment done. Okay. So what is it that you want to resolve and how do you, how do you need to be every day so that your life becomes a resolution? Your life has to become the resolution of your problems. Your life has to become the resolution of your internal conflicts because you, listen, don't set traps. Set ways to free yourself from the traps. Don't set traps. Guilt is a trap. Because guilt would have you, no, shame is a, is a trap. Lingering in the guilt is a trap. Guilt is a also letting you know what you did against your values. Out of integrity, guilt says you're out of integrity. But shame says you're out of integrity. You'll always be out of integrity. Look, you're just like your mama, just like your sister, just like your cousin. You will never be nothing. Shame just talks so much sugar, honey, iced tea, okay? And we don't want to deal with that. So what you want to deal with, you want to recognize it as it is and choose how you're going to be. Not recognize it as it is and make it worse than it is. Not recognize that it is and make it worse than it is holding against yourself. Not recognize it as it is, make it worse than it is, hold it, hold it against yourself and hit yourself in the head with it. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to use tool of shame and guilt. And then here's the cousin. Here's the cousin blame. Well, you know, it's their fault. The worst blame is, is the blame against other people that has nothing to do with what it is. So some people blame themselves, but most people blame everybody else. And they think that that's going to help them with the resolution. Mm, guess what? Blame does not help you resolve. Blame does not help you resolve the things that you ought to work on. So blaming is not going to help you. Acting is the major tool of change. So if you want to resolve something, you want to face it head on. You want to act upon the solution. You want to live out the resolution. Most people are not living out the resolution. They just wrote it out. No, I told you there's power in writing, but the writing without acting is meaningless because it's almost like you wrote down your goals, but you're not living the goals. You wrote down what you want to do, but when it comes time to do it, you're not doing it. So you're like, man, I feel a certain way about that. Good. Let that be the urge to act. So let the way you feel about something be an urge to act, not an urge to blame shame and keep you down there and say, hey, look, okay, you know what? I, I, I wanted to do this for seven days straight. I missed one day. So, you know, what? I'm not even going to give myself credit for the six days straight. I'm just going to focus on this one day and I'm going to feel bad about myself and then I'm not going to do what I need to do. See, that does not make sense. So you don't want to feel bad about yourself because you didn't do something one day. You want to just say, okay, there's six days. I did it for six days. I missed a day. Now let me resolve. Let me do it again. Day eight. You see the, you see the mindset shift? Okay. I, I said I was going to go to the gym every day for this week. And I didn't do it. Okay. But I gave myself credit for going six days out this week. And... That's good. Give yourself credit. Once you give yourself credit, you give yourself more space to grow. When you give yourself credit, it's like, yo, you give yourself more purchasing power, more acting power. A lot of you don't give yourself any credit. That's why you don't have any, you don't have much power to act. 
credit is like, yo, you know how you have credit and you can use the credit to buy stuff and use stuff? Credit for yourself is saying, hey, look at what you did. At least give yourself, a, like, feel proud for, for making the decision. Feel proud for doing it a couple of times and then make a decision that, hey, I'm going to readjust. Because guess what? Lingering and what you could have done, should have done, didn't do, does not do it. Lingering and what you should have done, could have done, didn't do, does not change your life. The best thing that you can do to transform is to do the thing that you're regretting not having, not having done. The best thing you can do to transform is doing the thing that you said, I should have done that yesterday, so why not do it today? The best thing to do is to understand that the past is the past, but how you choose to be today is how you're going to be. So yes, you didn't do it seven days last week, but you did it six. Give yourself credit for the six and then move this week. So when we guilt trip and shame blame ourselves, it almost feels like we're doing something because our energy has to be used one way or the other. It's either you use the energy to focus on what you don't want or you use the energy to create what you want. It's either you utilize the energy on blaming and shaming or you use the energy on acting and readjusting. Let, let's go back to that. It's either you use the energy in blaming and shaming or you use the energy in acting and readjusting. What is that? It's a mindset switch. Blaming and shaming does not produce. Acting and readjusting says, hey, I recognize it as it is, but guess what? I'm going to act on how I want it to be and I'm going to readjust to make sure that it's not how it was. Acting and readjusting is the best thing you can do. I love to act and readjust rather than react. Mm, a lot of people don't act and readjust. They just react and then they just, oh, let me go back to it again. Because look, I, I, I messed up, so I might as well stay in the mess up. Oh, I don't say I messed up and stay in the mess. Oh, say, oh, listen, I missed that opportunity to enhance my vitality. You know what? Tomorrow is a new opportunity. I will choose to enhance it. You're like, what is that going to do for your mind? It frees you up because the more you house in certain emotions against yourself, you're working for you and against you. Does that make sense? It, to work for you and against you is one of the biggest oxymorons you possibly can make. So every day you're going against the grain. You're like, let's go, let's push, let's do the work. But then in your mind, you're, you're, you're holding yourself down with fear. In your mind, you're holding down yourself with blame and shame. I'm telling you right now, the best thing you can do is to forgive yourself and grow. The quicker you can forgive yourself, the quicker you will be forgiven. A lot of people try to create heaven within them but they have not learned how to give themselves grace, space, and forgiveness. The secret of the master is, if you ask for forgiveness, you shall be. When you tap into the God within you, you forgive yourself. You're able to manifest more effectively because instead of staying in your sins and your shame and blame and guilt and fear and, and, and what you did that's against you, you're now saying, I am redeeming myself and I'm going to act and readjust. And that's how you create heaven within. Heaven within you is created when you make a decision to not linger in what you do against yourself. And when you make a decision to let that go, 
so he can grow you are actually creating heaven within hell is a state of mind hell is a state of mind hell is the devil knows how to use certain tools to keep you in hell now you're like oh my goodness i like this analogy what do i mean by that guess what a lot of people are not suffering life they're suffering their mind you think you're suffering life but life is flowing no you're suffering the stagnated energy that's in your body due to the lack of release so you're like wait what do i need to release that i've been housing against myself sometimes we need to release the fact that we didn't do something yesterday and it wasn't our to-do list just releasing that gives you enough space and clarity to act upon it like legit saying oh i'm releasing the fact that i didn't do this i'm releasing it but guess what can you go back can you get tomorrow yesterday today can you get the day before yesterday today you can't as soon as this last second passed it has passed we're here right now in this moment so the only thing you can do is create from where you're at that means that to think of how you didn't create then is not effective for you at all because you're just going back to the past and you're reliving the past so most people are not living their creation they're reliving their subconscious recreation and they're calling it recreation so we do certain things to ignore what we can be doing because we're running away from what we need to deal with and face and we call it recreation and we call it fun but it's not because really we know we ought to do this thing but instead of like doing it we feel bad about not having done it so then we go do something to distract ourselves for not doing it when the whole thing is to do it you remember nike said just do it yeah you didn't do it you could have done it. you should have done it oh but now you could do it they're like oh okay this sounds pretty simple this is not meant to be complicated the idea is your brain is tricking you unless you know that you have the brain and you're not the brain because in your mind you say oh this is me no these are your thoughts that's been unmanaged these are your emotions that been unmanaged when you say i am not just my business manager i am not just a brand manager i am my life manager i am my mind manager you are managing what you thinking you are managing how you're being and you're managing how you're feeling because you understand the best management is self-management you understand the best management is vitality management somebody said what about stress management oh yeah why would you manage something that causes you stress don't manage stress manage vitality that will diminish the stress we've always heard stress management pain management how about vitality management? How about wellness management? So managing is not managing what you don't want, but it's managing what you want enough that you create it. You educate, you tell yourself to do certain things to cultivate wellness. You tell yourself to do certain things to cultivate vitality. You tell yourself to do certain things to cultivate energy. So that's how you eat, that's how you sleep, that's how you move, that's how you breathe, that's how you think. That's what you listen to. That's the environments that you put yourself in. So management is first self-management. Once you manage yourself well, you will be able to manage many other things well. 
you're going to manage your schedule well. You're going to manage your relationships well. And then those management will build the business of your life. And if you're going to be the chief executive officer of your life, you can't spend all your time managing problems. So entrepreneurs are not necessarily crisis managers. You want to prevent the crisis. Oh man, I'm going to I'm just going to manage crisis. No. You want to create your business, you want to create the business of yourself in a way where you prevent crisis. The best way to not having to deal with crisis is to prevent it. We can't prevent all crisis, but what we can do is we can cultivate a certain way of being so that way we don't live our life in crisis. A lot of people live in what Stephen R. Covey calls the doing import doing urgent things doing important things only when they're urgent i want you to let's go back if you're an entrepreneur or a person if you've heard probably heard of the seven habits of highly effective people by stephen r covey i read that book so many times but it hit different as you grow the more you grow the more things hit different but there's a part where he says it's like yo there's a quadrant people sometimes only do important things when they're urgent they also do unimportant things when they're urgent. They manage crisis. They don't cultivate a life of productivity. When you do things only because they're urgent right now, it means that you're not preventing it from happening. So what do I mean? Some people don't even look at their diet until they get sick. Some people do not cultivate wellness until they get in a sickness. Some people do not even try to make like care about saving until like your know, things go left. No, you want to do it before it happens. That way it never even happens. So you're like, Ed, why should I have a consistent rising routine? Because you want to manage your mind a certain way where every day you cultivate enough positivity, energy, wellness that you go through the day in a certain powerful way. That way certain things don't even happen. Shit like, why feed my mind before I get through the day? If you want to have food to feed, you know, you mean, what do you mean? What food I'm going to have to feed? You got to feed your kids. Somebody said, hey, I already feed my kids. I don't need your help with that. I'm not talking about food. The way you feed your kids with your mind, with your energy, with how you show up, the way you feed your business and your dream is going to determine how you feed your mind. It's going to determine how you feed your body, literally, the food you intake, the thoughts that you think, the emotions that you feel. So you got to feed yourself first. Feed yourself first and then give the food of the communication to others. Give the food of that energy in every room that you walk into and then it will reciprocate. The reciprocity of that energy sharing is abundance because you've cultivated it. Somebody says, hey, I'm going to wait till all my food run out to plant. Oh, that's an issue. You have to keep planting every season and according to that season, not, un not when you run out of food. Because when you plant, when you run out of food, you still got about 30, 60, 90 days before you get more food. Somebody said, hey, I'll just go to the grocery store. Listen, I don't want <laughs> to. But guess what? Why do you have to go get stuff from the grocery store when you have it in your own backyard? Somebody said, I'm going to get a jump from somebody else. What I mean by that is you don't need to go and get 
what you need fulfillment from others when it's within you you just have to make sure that you you cultivate it that you plant it that you allow that you water it consistently over time and then that seed will bear fruit so what i mean is i'm not talking about literal food i'm talking about the way you cultivate your energy it has to be done within you not going and getting a fix or a jump when you need it it's getting yourself prepared so that you eat every season so i've been planting throughout every day i'm planting well maybe not every day but every week i plant something literally though i'm talking about literally every week i either plant something or transplant something and this is deep let me go in it every week i plant something or transplant something so that means every week i either plant a new seed or I took an existing plant that sprout out of a seed, but it's still at its miniature state, and I take it from one environment to another environment. So every day I sow something and I transfer something in order for it to grow. Oh snap! So even every day I initiate something and I take what already is and I make it better. This is what is called continuous improvement. I took management classes and there was something called continuous improvement. Most businesses are not focused on managing crisis. They're focused on managing improvement. They call that, what do they call it? Innovation. Curly, sir. Appreciate it. Tap in edtalksdaily.com. Listen to this podcast consistently right from Spotify on, on your audio platform if you want to tap in. So basically, I learned that your businesses... Oh snap, they have something called continuous improvement. Oh, they have innovation where it's like, yo, what is the new, how are we going to take what we already have and make it better? So you got to look at yourself and improve upon that. How am I going to take what I already am and improve on that? How am I going to take what I already have, transfer it to a different environment so it can grow? Just like I'm thinking about my community, the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe, which just helps people grow build their brand as they build themselves so i was like yo oh how can i take what i already have and help more people but then what is within me that i have not brought out you got a seed in you and you got a plant already but there's a seed in you that you have not even brought out there's some gifts in you that you have not been used so you got to plant those too but you keep watering them day by day you don't expect to eat from the seed you planted today and that is what we do in the new year. We plant the seed January 1st and we want the tree January 7th. It does not work that way. You gotta wait till the spring season. Somebody says, hey, how about the plants I, I, I planted back in December? You know, should I get some? Well, guess what? Why you wait for fruit, for the plant to bear fruit? Drink the teas. What is the teas? If you take the leaf, you, you brew it up, you're going to realize from that in itself. This is appreciation from what you have. What I mean by that is, before you can eat from the work you've done, understand that the work you're doing is its fulfillment of its own. Let me repeat that again. Before you can eat from the work you've done, recognize that the work you're doing is the fulfillment on its own. So what I mean by that, before you eat from your labor, the labor itself is a fulfillment because the process is the goal. So you're like, hey, I have not gotten the abundance of what I sowed yesterday, but you've gotten the abundance of sowing. 
I have not gotten the abundance of what I sowed yesterday, but you're getting the abundance of sowing. I'm telling you, I plant not because I'm waiting for a fruit so bad. I can't wait till I get the pepper and tomato. And No, I plant because I just love planting. And because I love planting, planting is my reward and the fruit. And while I'm planting, while I'm waiting for the fruit, the leaf is also my reward. What's going on, bro? So I had discovered that you have to realize that you don't don't do stuff simply for the result. Do stuff for the stuff. Don't just, oh, I'm acting, I'm moving, I'm exercising because I want to lose weight. That's, you see, this is why you're not motivated long enough. Because you're waiting for the result this week. But what if you enjoyed the run? What if you were more conscious of what's happening? You know what, what makes me more happy about my plants? Is seeing them grow. Nothing makes me more happy. You see, I'm smiling right now. When I see the tomatoes, like, really big, I'm like, yo, look at the tomato. When I see the burdock leaf, it's like, yo, it was so miniature, now it's big. I'm like, look at the plant. When I see the pepper plant growing, it is the growth of the plant that is the most beautiful. That's why it's called the process. Because the stuff you experience and discover and learn, that is the benefit. What you experience, discover, and learn during the process is the benefit. I would add you, bro, but this is a recorded podcast. I got to post it as it is. So this is the benefit. So the benefit is what you do. So before the reward, you are the benefit. You are the benefit. benefit. (laughs) My Creole accent coming out, you know. You are the beneficiary (laughs) of the actions that you take. You have to just recognize it. Most people, they're waiting to the end of their goal in order to reap the life insurance benefits of what they put. You can't enjoy the benefits of the work you sold when you die. You only enjoy it throughout the process. So the process is the pride. Mm. Some of you, you're trying to kill, you're trying to kill yourself to get the money from your dream. Mm, that's deep. Well, those who get it, get it. Don't try to kill yourself to get the money from the dream when the dream is the reward. So most people are sacrificing their health. They're sacrificing their relationship. They're they're sacrificing their mind for the benefit of obtaining something they already have. And they quantify it as money. What you're seeking for, you think it's money. But you just want to express yourself abundantly on this earth. And as you express that energy, the money is a plus. Gratitude is a must. Blessings comes upon you. Everything is just... Somebody says, you say something's bad about money? No way. I will attract and manifest millions, if not billions of dollars. Let's, Let's snap and claim that. But it's not the dollars that matter. It's the energy that will create and manifest those dollars. So now I can quantify it. And then I could take that energy to create more positive energy within the world and impact more people and fulfill my mission of being a creator here on this earth. Have a better peace of mind to to create on this earth. Have better ways of creating. If I were to have a retreat, I don't need to think about money. The retreat is done. Somebody can't afford it. I could sponsor that person to come. 
somebody has a dream and I believe in it, I could support that person because I took out the energy God gave me. I put it effectively in something that helped other people. That energy came back. I quantified it. I saved it and I reinvested it. But the whole time, the reward was not the money that I got. The reward was the fact that I was doing the work every day. I had a purpose. Most people don't realize that it is the purpose driven life that is the most rewarding. A purpose driven life is the reward. But most people don't live a purpose driven life. They live a profit driven life and they miss out on a purpose. You might not see it, but so many companies, if they really notice what they are in the world, there are pillars that bear fruit. But instead of bearing fruit that is divinely correlated with the laws of the divine, by that I mean it's natural, what they do is they bear fruit that's artificial and the intention behind it is not to help you become better or heal or grow, but it's to get your money. The same profit-driven organization with the energy transformation can be a purpose-driven one. So you're like, what do you mean? You eat this food every day. Why are they putting pesticides and all these things in it? It's because they just want to yield more profit. But if they said we want to make the world healthier, they would make it their mission to make sure they do it that way. Certain of the certain of the food that are packaged that can be the best things. Because guess what? That's a new evolution of food. But unless you change your intention behind the way that you do things, you might just be doing the same thing that could fulfill you. It's not a fulfillment because the intention is not right. So sometimes you got to look back at your intention. So you're like, yo, I'm doing this thing every day, but I don't feel the reward of it. You see, you're only doing it for the result. You're like, I'm working out every day, but I don't feel the... If you really step in and say, hey, man, you know how I feel after my workout? I feel amazing. You know how I feel doing the workout? I feel amazing. And guess what you're going to be? You're going to be pulled towards working out because you're not saying, oh, when I lose 30 pounds, the workout will be worth it. Oh, when I get a million dollars, starting my business will be worth it. Oh, when everybody knows me, having my brand will be worth it. No, as you do it, the worth is in the doing and the value comes back to you in increments. That's just you waking up today and saying, hey, let's do something. Every day I wake up, I'm like, yo, I might not have a thousand people I'm speaking to in front of a stage, but I know for sure there are thousands around the world listening to my podcast. Yeah, I know there's a few people in my rising prime coming through. Yeah, I know there are people like, so every day the benefit is not the reward, the benefit is the thing. Don't make the reward the benefit, make the process the benefit and you will be rewarded. Don't make the benefit the reward, make the process the benefit and you will be rewarded because you will stick to it longer. So if you look past this week and you say, I don't see um, the manifestation of the resolutions I made. Well, keep resolving. Keep resolving the internal conflicts. Keep resolving the habits that's not serving you. As you resolve those more and more and more and more and more and more, you're going to see the rewards. It's a little, it's a process. But the whole process is rewarding. The whole process is rewarding. 
Okay, so this whole is purposeful. Okay, so when I was like a trainer, like I, legit, I'm a personal trainer. I'm sleeping in my car, but I'm more motivated than I've ever been. I'm not talking about right now. This was three, four years ago. Obviously, I'm not sleeping in my car. I'm in the house. I'm in the backyard. It's beautiful. I'm living my life. But when I was sleeping in my car, how did I look up? My situation looked like it didn't, like, not how I wanted to look. But I had a drive behind it. So I'm doing stuff. I'm in school. I'm doing a show. I'm interviewing people. I'm doing this. Every time I showed up, even though I didn't have all the money in the world, being able to motivate somebody, being in a workout was my was the benefit. I'm like, yo, I, I love this so much. I can do this forever. And I, and I realized that, yo, that helped me. But then I got in a depression when I started to believe, and this is why I'm making this. There was a time when I moved home from school. I said, you know what? I got all this stuff going on and I done failed in so many different areas, which I didn't really fail. I just learned, I just had to learn more and get better. I'm moving back home and I went through a major depression. Imagine I moved back home with my car. This is what was I was sleeping in prior to that. And then they came and took the car the next day. Now I'm back home and I'm like, I'm supposed to be um, this motivational guy and look at what my life is now. And I'm like, bro, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt I couldn't do anything. And I shamed, I blamed, I just stayed in depression um, because I felt like I failed in life. I felt like I lost everything. I felt like I was back to square one. I felt like, yo, I'm 23, I had a house, and now I don't have a house. I have to live with my parents, what people are gonna think about me. Um, yo, I'm a motivator, but I can't get myself to do nothing each day. I'm depressed, I'm laying in bed all day. And that was 2018. And for like six to like actually three to four months, I, I was in a rut. During that rut, I started to read books, listen to some podcasts, and I started to listen to Jim Rohn over time. And I started listening to Sipper Speaker. I, I put the audiobooks in my ears so much. Then I started to do more Qigong. And over time, I realized that every day I was waking up so shameful that I didn't have enough energy to act on what I wanted to because shame literally it depletes you it's one of the lowest energy vibrational states you can stay in that's why I tell people get out of it as fast as you can by giving yourself grace and space by forgiving yourself to be redeemed you create heaven within you when you forgive yourself for the hell you created mm. you create heaven within you when you forgive yourself for your own sins the way I acted was some of the problem. I realized that I, by ignoring certain things, was some of the problem. Because when they took my car, they didn't just take my car for the first time. They gave me plenty of warnings. But I ignored them. Mm. I realized that it was my own habits that caused certain things, plus the way that life is. The plus is what changed me. It's because I said, oh, yeah, it was my habits. But then there are also the way that life is. The way that things happen. Things that just happen. Things happen just. Once you find a reason why those things happen, then you don't just justify it. What you will realize is you learn from it. You don't justify it happening. You learn from it and you say, hey, I'm going to grow. So I'm at a stage and I'm shaming, blah, blah, blah. Then I started to recognize the power of the now. Book changed my life. You wonder why I switched from saying grind, grind, grind to cultivate peace and wellness? 
because I realized I was trying to motivate myself into acting when I need to heal myself out of reacting and that stepped me into my power because every day I was trying to do motivation 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 but I needed to release emotions but I needed to feel better about myself. I needed to improve self-confidence. I needed to actually change the way I'm eating. I needed to clean up my room because my room was a mess. My mind was a mess. Um, the way I felt about being here was a mess. Everything was a mess. So I had to clear up the mess. That was the mess in my space was the mess in my mind. The mess in my emotions and my energy was the mess. All of it showed up. So. My transformation process and how my brand evolved, how I started to have more impact, how I started to become who I'm becoming and who I am is because I started to do inner work and not just external work. I started to reflect and not just blame myself. I started to readjust rather than react. When you readjust rather than react, when you understand that you didn't necessarily fail you just stop to refine and now you readjust and you get back on it. I've stopped for like two years in my business, but it was the best thing I ever did because I didn't stop in my business. I actually started on myself. I started on my personal brand. When I thought I stopped training people, God started training me. Mm. When I thought that I stopped doing the work, the work started to happen within me. What I mean by that is I had to stop showing up for other people so I could show up for myself. I had to stop showing up so God could show up with it, so I could reveal the God in me. It's the God in you. Oh, isolation is not condemnation. Isolation is a point of reflection. God is amazing. God understands that, guess what? I'm gonna have you climb a mountain and you know what? I'm gonna keep you alone in that journey because if you have to look so much to the side, you might fall off. So God has a certain, in a certain way that when your life is about to be transformed, you're gonna find yourself in an isolation because it's part of your transformation. Somebody says, man, I don't like this isolation. Well, guess what? There's been so much noise. God has to get you in a in that peak in the mountaintop to reveal what's actually in you. And the revelation process is a revelation process. So you're you're literally this is your revelation. So all of these things kind of happen in the process, in the journey of. Say like your Ed, this is really good, very helpful for me. How did you? Oh, I thought I had to memorize this stuff. But God told me that this stuff was in me. I had to become it. I thought I had to memorize the speeches, but I realized I have to become the speech. I thought that I have to acquire skills. What I realized, I have to reveal my gift. So the isolation process gives you realizations, but you can't hear the voice of God with too much noise. So you're like, hey, you. Sometimes when God is transforming you, you're going to be so different that it looks like you're actually losing yourself. Oh, you're not losing yourself. You're losing and unlearning what you thought was you. You're discovering the true essence of you. And that's the beauty of it. And once you discover the true essence of you, it's going to amaze you. You're going to be like, hey, I didn't know I had it in me.
I was a mute till I was like four years old. I didn't speak English. I came here when I was nine or ten years old. I was literally remedial. Literally, they would have called me retarded here. You mean to tell me, non-English speaking, Haitian boy from Haiti, nine years old, retarded, the quietest kid in the, in the school, is now speaking. That's a mate. I didn't know I could do that. I used to be the quietest, shyest kid ever. I'm still, I, you think I talk a lot? I do when I'm passionate about something. But I'm a quiet person normally. I'm an introvert. Somebody say, you're an introvert? Yes. But guess what? When God is going to use you, when there's a purpose out for your life, it does not matter what you think you are. God is going to show you who you really are. Now, I know the spirit that lies within me. So you're like, there's a power and belief in your voice. Where does that come from? It comes from the I am. So when you have to change, when you switch from what you think you are to the I am that's in you, there's another power that comes with that. What you think you are has been a series of thoughts and behaviors and programming. Who you really are is discovered when you unlearn, when you go deep within. So somebody want to know, what's the process of that? Through revelation, you lie to... Oh, Brianna, that's that's nice. Let me I'll write that one down. Through revelation, you learn to apply the wisdom within because God reveals it to you. What was shared in the dark would be revealed in the light, but you have to reveal it. Because now God is telling you in your dreams, this is what's this is what's in you. Oh, this is what I want you to bring out. And these things just come in the form of ideas. People think the voice of God is this, hey daughter, son, I want you. I heard that one time like that before, but the voice of God is usually a desire. The voice of God starts with a, like I ought to do this. The voice of God starts with an idea. And you're like, yo, I ought to get in that. But a lot of people don't give credit to the God to God. They just Say it's me, but it's the God in you. So that is it. Overcoming guilt, overcoming shame. It's going to start with a process of realizing that, hey, life happened, but how you choose to happen today is up to you. So listen, y'all, if you want to tap in and grow with me on a daily basis, Ed Talks is daily. That's why it's called Ed Talks Daily. So let, let me let me give you a little tapping right quick. So go to edtalksdaily.com and subscribe to the podcast. But some of you, you're actually listening to this podcast on one of your podcast platforms. So guess what? Go to Ed Talks Daily anyways. Leave a review. Leave a review. Check out the website. right? And you'll be able to watch all the previous episodes. I'm creating a library of work. And God uses me for them. That's that's how I feel. Somebody says, God uses you, sure. Well, let your heart tell you. Because once you listen to it, you're going to be like, oh my goodness. It's like you're talking to me. Well, I'm talking to myself. That's why it's called Ed Talks Daily. I'm actually talking to myself. It's almost like God gives you the instructions in the form of spread out of you. You ever gave the best advice to your friend? And you're like, I need to take that advice. That's what I do every day. It's not because I'm separating myself from you. It's because I am you. It's because I've had the most, probably the same experiences you've had, just different details. And all I'm doing is I'm packaging up my growth and putting it in an episode and I'm sharing that to the world every single day. So you go to edtalksdaily.com, make sure you subscribe, leave a review. 
But those of you who like, yo, you know what, Ed? I want to grow with you. Teach me how to meditate. You know what, Ed? I want to come to your rising routine. You know what, Ed? I want to tap in with you because you add a little bit of value to my life. This is what I want you to do. I want you to text. Text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. Okay. Text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. And guess what is going to happen? You're going to be added to my text messaging tribe. So that's just a way I'm going to communicate with you. I'm going to send you empowering quotes. I'm going to send you podcast episodes, breathing breaks, all types of stuff. And you're going to be in my inner circle when I can really, really have impact you and just do what I'm set out here to do. So if you text Ed Talks, what's going on? If you text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605, you're going to get access to that. All right. So make sure you text it. And for those of you who want to know how you can support me for this podcast, there's a couple of ways you can support me. I got a new thing, a new tea for anxiety. Okay, I'm going to pull it up. And you know what? I got to promote what I got going on. And it's with vervain, lemongrass, and lemon balm. I'm about to actually, I'm going to post it right here. Vervain, lemongrass, and lemon balm. Oh, that's not the right one. And this anxiety is going to help you reduce anxiety. So we have lemon balm and vervain, really good for nervousness, um, shock. Um, and if you feel like, yo, I, if you're in your period, that also helps with your menstrual cycle. It helps you with, with the calming of your nervous system. And it has many other benefits. Also helps with regulation in your gut. So all of those combined create a nice... I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.